0: Folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast, you're on with Real Redneck Todd Millard, and of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there?
1: I'm here, and it's a beautiful night for a podcast.
0: It is a beautiful night for a podcast, and as always, sitting beside me, here in the studio, the patriarch of Redneck Country, my father, Real Redneck Don Millard. Dad, is your mic hot? It's on, if that's what you mean. My gosh, yes, he's louder than wow, both of us. That's and right. I, <laughs> I walked it's over. It's
2: good, good to hear him. I walked says over. You. It's, it's, I got
0: 42 years that will argue with that. Look, I can still cut him off, even though his mic's hotter than ours.
2: <laughs> it's cold out there tonight, but uh, <laughs> the snow quit. But we're going to get more tonight. But I had a nice walk over. Yeah, yeah it was awesome.
1: It is It is cold tonight. I, I got pushed out to the sunroom again tonight because we had a late dinner. And I've got two blankets on, uh, my toque and and uh, a jacket here and my, my warm tea beside me. I'll, I'll be warm for the podcast uh, I'm sure you're feeling sorry for me there uh, in uh, in your yeah. heated studio there.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> as, yeah. as long as you have a T in your hand, Bill, then the world is all right.
1: Yeah, we got we got the world going around in the right direction. We're good.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. I haven't even chirped you in the last couple podcasts. I've mentioned it, Are you kidding but me? I haven't mentioned it in a negative light. I've just mentioned it
1: wow okay i mean we see things differently but because that's just the way <laughs> we work <laughs> so, but
0: I, I, but I, I, I understand like, i understand you're sensitive you you're a you? tea drinker you're a tea drinker so again. yeah
1: yeah <laughs> at least they don't make food from a box speaking of that i did see a picture of something that you made tonight that looked suspicious at best
0: <laughs> uh, okay no 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 not suspicious no, what- so no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm going to, cause I got to right. find where I texted you. Actually there you. was
1: carrots. There was carrots in that, that picture.
0: So. <laughs> and potatoes. I got to find potatoes? what I texted you. Texted, text you. Is it text or is it texted?
1: What is sent the, me via phone.
0: What it, yeah. Sent to you. To sent, I sent it to your mobile. It, it <laughs> was Turkey Involtini. I'll have you know. And so it is, it is farm fresh. And so it's delivered to my door in a box, yeah. but we, it's still like the-
2: raw, fresh turkey, raw vegetables. Turkey. I have to turkey in a box. I thought you thought it was in a in a
0: bikini, <laughs> in a bikini. I don't, I'm not even going there. <laughs> and so yeah, but I, I saw what was in that pan. You made what was in that pan. So let well, hold on. What you saw was pesto sauce. <laughs> oh, which, that was pesto. Pesto and cream cheese that I had brought to oh. a simmer. And then I took spinach with garlic. I chopped I chopped the spinach. I chopped the garlic. I added um Philadelphia cream cheese. Wait, and I you, mashed you it together. That, that, that's, I flattened out the bagels, turkey. Right? I took the yeah, right? Yeah, see? You with me? So I flattened I'm out the turkey it. and then I rolled the turkey over the spinach and whatever I said else is in there, the garlic and the whatever. And, but, but I tell you what, it was freaking awesome. Hmm. Might have been a little too much. It, saw, it said season the potatoes with salt while they're cooking. And so they don't tell you what season means. So there might have been a little too much salt in the potatoes. But aside oh, from that... Okay. Aside from that, we have, and and so tonight we have Nick coming on a little later as a chef. He will back me up on this, that this is, that, that, I tell you what, this is a gourmet plate, my man. I doubt
1: it. I'm, I'm sure I'm a, he'll make fun of you just like I am.
0: I think they call it, so you gave me a mug that says grill master because you recognize the skills. This is not the grill
1: master skills. This no, is, no, no.
0: And this is where I'm going. This is now, I need a new mug the next time you come. Like Michelin rated. I think that's what they call it. See, I've done my homework. We're not even like three-star. This is five. I believe it's five-star Michelin-rated dinners now. I am knocking it. Okay. I tell you what, my wife's the luckiest woman on the planet. Yeah, I
1: bet you. Donna. I would say if we got her on the podcast right now, she would echo that sentiment right there. I guarantee it.
0: <laughs> she, she may be out grocery shopping for dinner for the next, however, because she knows now what I can do. The magic I can create. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of magic...
1: I was just trying to figure out um, what went on in the Millard household. Two, two questions. One looked like there was a breakdancing episode that went on today. (laughs) I didn't know where you were going with this. (laughs) Well, there's a second where I'm going to go with this and I'm sure you're going to have something to say about it too, but there was a breakdancing seminar and I did not see your dad on that, that, dance party what
0: happened yeah where were you when that was going on so for for what you're talking about bill i went live this morning my my mouse goes dead as i'm working and i'm like crap i gotta go get batteries while they're upstairs so as i come around the corner and start to go up the stairs i can see my mother who is assisting my seven-year-old grade two with homeschooling every day so as i come around the corner and look up there they are busted a groove i think it was cotton eye joe and apparently that's gym class so they're in the middle of the kitchen on a zoom meeting doing and now i i I, it was it was walk up the stairs and get caught up in the cotton eye joe fever and possibly wreck the hopscotch math that is on the floor of the classroom i'm going to call it or i could go live on facebook and show the world that my mother still got moves so you know where i get it from and so i chose the latter so where were you dad well i was on the couch enjoying
2: it i i'd already been to london today Today was the day I had to go to the eye doctor and get a prescription for my new lenses. So in two weeks, I will have a new set of glasses catered to my new eyeballs.
1: Did so, you get them in vermilion.
2: <laughs> so, anyway. Target red. They. they red. I thought it was recess, but then they said, no, no, that's gym. And so they were exercising in gym. And so I had sat back and... I heard my wife exclaim, finally, they got some good music going on at gym class.
0: (laughs) My 72-year-old mother is loving when they kick in Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we uh, used to we took breakdancing lessons years ago, and we
2: we used to breakdance. You dance took to that.
0: line dance dancing,
2: that's close to breakdance. <laughs> for seventy-two
0: yeah. year olds that's line to breakdancing <laughs> uh, for seventy-two year olds is actually line bo- dance. Bo- scoot
2: and bo- Boogie and Cotton Eye a- Joe—we can dance to those. <laughs> so I, I just sat back and listened to the music, and Avery was having a blast with Grandma. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. It was frightening. So. And I also
1: saw something that I, I cannot let go. I just can't. It, it, the hairdo. I'm <laughs> you're, telling you.
0: And you're welcome,
1: Bill. For what? All, all the ammunition for
0: the next you, you know, weeks
1: until it grows out? I'm
0: booking Megan out. So you, she's booking up fast. You got to wear a mask. It's, it, we got to do it under the cover of darkness because of the lockdown stuff going on. But we can we can get I, your I, I hair tell you, close like, to this. I have
1: not seen anything like that. I don't even know. <laughs> like Marvel Comics has got nothing on you.
0: I tell you what, and, it's like the human torch, right? <laughs>
1: oh, wow. Uh, like <laughs> 1980s Kenny <logged> in footloose <laughs> with, with uh, the torch style. Hey, I mean, she did well. I tell you, she did well. I was impressed. So yeah, on.
0: like I was like, oh man, it was getting long. And which I was like, OK, and I had the, the kind of the COVID beard kicking thing and people were starting to call me Trucker Todd. and
1: the, I don't know why you got rid of that, by the
0: way. Well, it's just not right when you're eating food and stuff. It ain't cool. It wasn't. And then and, and my mother was on me. So I did. I, and, and it was hard for me. I will say, did it for your but, mother. I, well, not even that. Uh, the, for some of it, I mean, if she listens to this, absolutely, hundred percent. But for, <laughs> uh, for the other flip side of that, was it was tough because I had grown this thing, and when like I, I get attached, I drive the same truck like I'm, I'm forever because I get attached. It's no different. So I'm looking at my hair, and and some days you're like, man, it's coming off, and then you have that one day where you're like, I look like a freaking rock star. So then you can't cut it for because you're waiting now for another eight, nine, ten days, however long it takes before that rock star look hits you again in the mirror. And then I added the beard in there and I was like, hey, like, look at this. And then some people were saying like I was Trucker Todd and stuff like that. But I thought, OK, I will put it to a poll on Facebook. So I will tell you, the poll was very close. Do you want to know what the deciding factor was that I would say, OK, my 13 year old daughter who has never cut anybody's hair in their life can now embark on cutting my hair. You want to know what that factor was?
1: I would love to know what the thought was that went through your mind to say, yep, let's get this
0: so thing So the poll was, it was, I, I don't even know how many people voted, but it was one more, forget a haircut and shave the beard. And, or at least trim it. So I got like the, the, the short goatee now. But would, the, the deciding factor was, it was all men that said to leave it and all women that said to get it cut full stop dude you got. i don't drink tea that hair is coming off that's just how it is i'll, I'll
1: drink my tea
0: and keep my beard yeah. <laughs> it's just it's gonna is that the leveling factor that's like the it yeah. tips the scale it's he's drinking tea we're not sure oh but he's got a beard uh yeah. Wait, wait, I mean, I, I need to see you f- fell a tree. <laughs> but,
1: I tell you, the beard has grown longer than the beard tarp that covers it now, <laughs> which is great. That's that was my uh, my measuring stick. When I got the beard tarp, which uh, I mentioned the, the mask.
0: Yeah, the mask that covers the beard. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It,
1: it was pretty level to the bottom of the beard. And, and I don't want to say too much. But my wife got me a few uh, products for the, the, the beard over for for Christmas. And uh, they seem to be working quite well to keep the health into the beard. See, and,
0: and that was the other factor. You got to get beard oil. And now now it's a whole thing where you got to like you're doing more work on your beard. That just didn't feel masculine to me. I'm almost ready to say beards are not masculine. Easy, easy. I, easy. I, I'm sorry, but we I, we're going to end the podcast. No, uh, <laughs> the, episode my most experience that I've had that with people with beards. Is they drink tea, and they have oh. to what what moisturize their beard? What do you call that? I don't even want condition their beard, get oils and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Now you're into the venture of too much work. you the it's same guy that gone. doesn't
1: clean his guns.
0: Yeah, it's so, too I much mean, work. Why? To why clean? It's gonna get dirty again.
1: I heard you on the last podcast. I didn't want to say anything. Said, I had to retire my 870, and I nearly chimed in. It's because it didn't work because it's so gummed up from not being
0: clean. Now it's impossible. Instead, you can't instead do of that to an 870. It,
1: yeah, yeah. Instead of cleaning it, I just retired. No, you,
0: know? you put a shell in that thing. Even today, with it sitting in the gun cabinet for I don't know how many years, probably rusted all up on the insides. You put a no shell no. in it, you get it closed, right? If you get that far, a screwdriver and, and, and a hammer on the trigger. And then have your buddy hold the barrel away. My man, that thing's back to cycling just fine.
1: Public service announcement for everybody who's listening. I'm sure this won't be the first one the public service announcement we have today. Don't try that at home.
0: <laughs> no, I've actually done it. I've had to do it in the goose field. <laughs> Scotty held my barrel. It was the first flock come in and that thing didn't go. It's, it's rusted. It's seized, man. So, all right, here, hold it. I went and ran to the truck, grabbed a screwdriver, grabbed. I actually had to drive home. Grab a screwdriver, grab a hammer, come back. Scotty held the barrel <laughs> one way, and I pounded that sucker, and boom! That was good. Blew all the rust Dawn. out of her. The action ready to rock. We're good to go. Shooting geese. Dawn, I got to ask, do you clean your guns? Oh, all the time. He's retired. Yeah. He's got nothing to do but line dance the Cotton Eye Joe. I, I love
2: <laughs> an evening while we're sitting watch TV. I'll spread a sheet out on the living room floor. I'll sit down there, line the guns all up. And I'll just watch TV and enjoy the evening and just go through one at a time. taking them apart, clean them, put them back together. It's awesome. I love it.
1: I do the same thing. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know, Todd, I don't know what you do with your time. But uh, it's certainly not uh, grow a beard and
0: clean guns. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Okay. Divert. Uh, What did you do this week, Bill?
1: (laughs) Hey, I just spoke out of rabbit yesterday. With your car? Well, I mean, does it matter? <laughs> no, it no, 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 let me, let me say the
0: only thing that does matter is it was you almost got a yeah, rabbit. I did. That's, I, I that's actually, all that matters. Full stop. We don't need to hear anymore. <laughs> yeah, The,
1: ra- the rabbit, uh, I think felt bad because it, as soon as I turned on my road, it, I was coming up the road and it darted out in front of me and I had to swerve for it. And I, I missed I, missed. I didn't want to, didn't want to do it in for the one and only rabbit. I was. You able to swerved see away from it,
0: or you swerved toward it.
1: I no, I didn't hear a flump flump, so I didn't get it. So it, it's still there, and I look for it today. So you I drive get, like uh, you shoot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I let it a little bit, but it kind of cut back. It, it, uh, I almost got <laughs> a rabbit uh, yesterday. That first rabbit I seen all year. It was in my car driving home. So. <laughs> Even the wildlife is feeling sore for me now. They're jumping out in front of me. I feet. think they're more just
0: taunting you. You were never going to get that rabbit. They're like, here comes here comes the almost guy. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have to move, and I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you're so going to play chicken with a car and you're a rabbit, Bill Tom is the car to play chicken with. That's it.
2: I, 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 got mean, up, I, thought... I got up this morning, Bill, and my wife's heading for the front porch with a carrot. I said, where are you going with that carrot? She says for the rabbit. It's under our front porch. So every morning there's a <laughs> rabbit out there waiting for the carrot. Good
0: to know. There was a do rabbit you, under do You that know what the
2: other
1: foot. funny thing is? There's a rabbit living under my hunting shed. And you're that, not allowed to hunt it. No, I'm not. This is this is the, the life I live. They they live underneath my hunting shed, knowing that I I, I can't do anything yeah, about it. It's
0: it's like the geese in the parks in the city. They know they're safe. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was it, and you know what? My wife didn't try to kill me this week, so I guess <laughs> yeah, I no, no death
0: by by veggie uh, uh, allergy. No, we've kind of got
1: that straightened out there, where where the meals are getting better, and and my
0: oh, like, she getting it from uh, a box? Is it getting delivered to your door?
1: No, she's actually making. She made the most beautiful uh, venison stir fry with rice yesterday. It was awesome. Well, well, and uh, had some uh, homemade teriyaki sauce to go with it. I tell you what, she, it was top
0: shelf. You know how to Absolutely shut me up on shelf. this podcast because I respect your wife too much to chirp.
1: Yep, that's kind of where I was going with that. <laughs> if I had said, I made, I didn't make a thing. I haven't made a thing besides, no, I did it. I, made, oh, I made a cedar plank salmon on the weekend. I showed you, yes, I showed you that salmon. Yeah,
0: bite me. It looked good. It was awesome. I will give you that. It looked good.
1: Yep, and I did uh, cedar plank salmon on, on the barbecue with some jalapeno peppers on top, and uh, we had a, a nice little bit of uh, uh, potatoes, when, which was kind of a cheat day.
0: What are so, your kids going to do when they go off to, like, university or college?
1: Well, I've wondered that because my daughter goes to college, if you can believe it. My oldest daughter applied to college, and she should be going in September if Dude, the world writes itself, you know? You're so
0: old. Not you, Candice. You're young. <laughs> but, Bill, you are yeah. so old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I wonder because, you know, with this homeschooling and stuff, Candice is um, uh, working from home which is awesome. The boss is, uh, uh, has given her the opportunity to work from home. But I promise you, if it wasn't for my wife being home, those kids would still be sleeping and work wouldn't have been done around the house. <laughs> I was telling your dad before I, got, before I got here, I got home from work and the driveway wasn't even shoveled. What do you kids do all day? You're home the entire day. If your mom's not here, I guarantee you're not getting up. You're not eating and you're not doing schoolwork. So you're absolutely right. I fear for my kids when well, they decide. To the only eat, reason eat the nest I said that up.
0: that's that's natural habitat. If their laneway was shoveled, I'd think, okay, you this these parents beat their kids because I've never seen <laughs> yeah. a kid that, that will shovel the laneway. So I'd I'd be suspect. But I was more thinking when they go off, they're gonna like be introduced to I gotta I gotta I gotta eat a grilled cheese or I gotta cook this myself, and they're they every day. You, every weekend you're sending me cedar plank salmon and now Candace is in the kitchen whipping up stuff. My gosh.
1: Yep. Yeah, they're they're gonna get a culture shock quick when when they have to figure out how to boil water <laughs> and put an egg in it or something.
0: Or, or ramen noodles. Or they've been watching and they may razzle. dazzle no. They'll be cooking no. for everybody on campus.
2: How do
1: you watch from your room with a computer or a TV or cell phone in front of you?
0: Kids, they just you need they, to be it, around. It's growing up; it, they're inherent with it. They can multitask now.
1: Yeah, I guess so. So yeah, that was kind of my week. I, I did a little bit of cooking, did some, uh, uh, you know, rabbit hunting, and, uh, and here we are. Rock and roll podcast night again.
0: Yeah, right on.
1: And, uh, you. Know. And dad, went, you? you You got some, you well, me, some stuff going on there besides the cooking.
0: I actually, I didn't know if I was going to share this and I knew you'd say, what did you do this week? But I have actually, so I've worked out for what, like 11 years to so November, 2011, I think is when I hit the gym. I started insanity prior to that, that, that program beach body. Yeah. Your wife's like a beach body coach, right? So it's like, she understands this. Yeah, so it used to be, huh? yeah. So, so you know what I'm talking about? So I started with that and then I hit the gym and it was all, they get super lean at which I already was, but I went down to like 120 pounds. We went through all that crap, but I, I then have been hitting the gym forever and it's tough for me to put on weight. And if you can't put on weight, how are you going to put on muscle? You can't turn bone into muscle. And so I got friends from the gym that I'm on with Instagram and that, and I see all their posts and they're posing and flexing. And some of them are on stagers, right? Like they're, they go to these competitions. And so they're always given big ups to their personal trainer, and I thought, you know, I don't have a gym membership anymore, and so I, I just having conversations. Of course, my phone knew that I was thinking about this, so I actually signed up for a 90-day personal trainer. And so, I mean, it was it was pretty good deal. So I couldn't not sign up for it. And you get the workout plan. I get a meal plan. I get dietary. I get it actually listed out for me every day. Which, and I mean, we're talking under 50 bucks for the 90 days, so I couldn't go wrong. And I was kind of skeptical on it, but hey, why not? But it had great reviews. It's V shred is the the name, but so I've started, I, I work out every morning anyway, but it's kind of gotten monotonous, right? Like how do you do so much? And it's a home gym, which luckily I built before COVID because the price has gone nuts. But so now I've got a whole new workout. I've I'm, I'm, I'm re-energized. So that's what I've been doing. And Yeah, I've been going down and hitting it a little bit harder. So we're going to see. We're going to see what this can do. Now, I'm going to have to, uh, I've printed off the recipes for Jen to have to go to the grocery store when we don't get our meal, our food that is farm fresh delivered in a box to the door so that I can like smash through it on Sunday, make all my portions. And then I'm going to eat through that through the week, hopefully. And we'll (laughs) see how this starts to go. So that was my week, pretty much. It's been working and, and working out.
1: But I'll tell you the way I had a, a real nice reach out from, uh, uh, from less. Yeah. Redneck country Saturday
0: studios now. that has made all of this possible.
1: Yep. And, uh, he had a real nice reach. out. I was trying to figure out if he's pulling my leg or not based on the, the recipe.
0: And you really uh, do. He's got quite the sense of humor. I'm going to tell you. Does he, he he? Oh, yeah, he well, does.
1: I'm going to give it a shot and it, it may be one of those things. I'm not going to give the recipe or nothing on the podcast, but, it, uh, not, not now anyways, but he said to give it three weeks. And, uh, I've been been doing this thing, uh, with, with Candice and the workouts and stuff. And I have lost a little bit of weight. I'm not going to say how much uh, right yet, but I've lost a little bit of weight, but to lose inches, he gave me this recipe and, and he warned me in advance that it's going to be a, a chore to take even a tablespoon, uh, one tablespoon at night and one tablespoon in the morning. But if it worked for him, and he's not pulling my leg, know, and it's not he be was good, saying good this at Christmas.
0: It was working for him and my cousin, uh, right? So there, there are there's a few doing it that I know. All right, yeah.
1: So you can validate yeah, this. Absolutely, this he's a,
0: not pulling it. your leg, and I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't validate it just to join in on the joke, Bill, in any yeah. way, shape, yeah, or right. form. So, but yeah. no, 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 Dad, you can back this up. This is legit. Less is, less yeah. is hitting him off with some. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. and Yeah, super guy. He'd do that. I could see him doing that for sure.
1: Yeah, he reached out. So that now I'm cool almost stuff. afraid
0: to ask. And, and before we go to dad and say, what did you do this week? Which we already got a little bit, but I'm almost afraid to ask this. So when I work out, I think everybody would understand that I'm, I'm cranking protein and I'm lifting weights. I mean, big weights, heavy weights, Olympic bars, bench presses, oh, yes. dumbbells. Yeah. Now you said you're working out and I'm just assuming it's going to be like, you don't have any weights. You have your TV in hey, front of you. Is that what you're assuming? And you're following like Jane Fonda? Is it that kind of workout? You know who Jane Fonda is? Only I because Sir Mix-a-Lot mentions it in his song. Right. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> no, I'm doing a program called Lift Four. And it's, it's a Beachbody workout. It's a mix of... I get angry every single time I do the workout. Every time. Because there's a an element of... Uh, heavy sets and then there's some cardio and then there's an app workout every, every time it's four days. It's not full five days of, of like an hour and a half workout. It's 40 minutes or less with a up, cool down, but it's high intensity. Go, go, go. It's a hit like 15, 15 seconds. Yeah, it's exactly right. Uh, uh, it gives you 15 seconds between, uh, yeah. reps and I get angry. I'm like just five more seconds. And I, and he just, and it's almost like he can hear me. No, nope, let's go. Come on, get up, go. And I, and I, I get mad. So my, my family knows do not go downstairs when dad's working out. He's either going to throw something at you. He's going to be a comment to look at something. They know not just, just stay away for 40 minutes and, and then dad'll come up and he'll be better. <laughs> That's it.
0: So, but, That's awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my, every one of my days has ended in hit by the way. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lift heavy weights and then do a, a little session of hit. Yep. So <laughs> Anyway, we're Makes quickly turning reads. this into a workout podcast. Like, we're covering the gambit, man. We've gone through, like, cooking podcast-type deal intros. Now we're doing workout-type deal. It's like we, we're we we're jack-of-all-trades. That's it. So now let's learn That's about only, pharmaceuticals. Dad yeah. Dad, what yeah, did you yeah. do this week?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Walking and cooking. I set a new record again this week, Bill. Oh,
0: yes, I got this. He I, was so pumped coming in the door. He had to show everybody. He had his phone up. <laughs> yeah, I took a I took a
2: screenshot. I put a new record twenty two thousand five hundred steps over eleven kilometers in one day.
1: That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Did <laughs> somebody ready? have to Is pick it? you up and take you home? What's did that? You went. Did somebody have to pick you up and take you home? They thought you might have been lost.
2: You went you went mm-hmm. so far out of, your, you out of town and then. Nobody comes looking for me, Bill. No. 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 We, Nobody we are, even asks where you've been. They just want
0: to know when you're going back. And here I'm thinking we're only 500 <laughs> more steps to me inheriting a bunch of guns.
2: No, yeah, no. It, I am. I am feeling great. Like I am pumped. And good deal. And of course, uh, this week I barbecued again. Uh, my wife loved that steak the other night. She had another. Prime rib steak and and presented it to me and she says can we do this again and so I mean it was snowing it was cold but I took that but summer he,
0: barbecue he persevered yeah
2: <laughs> I put I, that I'm summer thinking
1: b- you got set up well I took I'm that thinking sum- you got set up the first time and now she just wants to see how far she can push it
2: well right. could be but you know what I enjoy <laughs> yeah. them too so <laughs> <laughs> I love to eat so. <laughs> But anyway, I remembered that barbecue of what we did with uh, the Nick. It was Nick that, that told us about barbecue, remember? Yep. And so anyway, I cranked that barbecue up high. I let it get good and high, and then I went out and turned it down low, threw the steak on it, closed the lid, let it sear both sides, and then cooked it nice and slow. And, oh, man, was it good. Tender, moist. It was awesome. We owe Nick it's a you- lot.
1: Yep. yeah <laughs> and did you get the compound butter yeah
2: <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> I, I
2: i i have the compound you butter. have the compound butter hold the
0: phone did you <laughs> yes. raid my freezer <laughs> yeah. was it mine it was because he's here every day yeah, see was, he stole yeah. my compound it was butter some
2: of yours and that other butter you had with the garlic in it that was awesome too <laughs> but <laughs> either way well then he did. Okay, he now it's, it's getting on tax season. <laughs> it's the end of January. It's coming on tax season, and Jen's busy. Todd's wife, Jen, she's been, she worked home, so did some work from home on this weekend, brought home work with her, like it's tax time again. And so I said to Jen, Sunday night, I said, okay, don't worry about supper, because Todd's box meals hadn't come in the mail yet. So I said, don't worry about supper Monday Farm night. Fresh. I, I'm going to cook supper Monday night. She mm-hmm. says, Okay, anytime you want to do that's fine with me. So I cooked uh, pork breaded pork patties, and with it we had gravy, mashed potatoes, cream corn, niblet corn, peas and carrots, and stuffing and
0: Yorkshire pudding. Was that Sunday or Monday? That was Monday night. Monday night. I told Whoa. her Sunday
2: that I would cook some Monday night. Right. So when she, I says, "Call me when you leave," and uh, so when she walked in the door. I said, supper's only 10 minutes out. We sat down and ate.
1: That That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, you you, you had me right up to cream corn.
2: Well, the cream corn was Everything my else was good. Yeah. The cream corn was good. Yeah, my mashed, wife
1: likes cream corn too. I don't
2: understand it. When, she, when we have mashed potatoes, she has to have cream corn on them. Me, I'll put butter, gravy, I anything. Mean, I didn't eat the cream corn, but I, I had everything else. Jen about puts that. cream the corn on mashed potatoes. The orchard so does pudding. my wife. Yeah, the Yorkshire puddings were terrific, and uh, you don't eat. These turned out great, Oh, man. Mm-hmm. That was good. That's odd. No, yeah.
1: <laughs> the, the Yorkshire puddings—I uh, never figured out how to make those, but I always like mm. eating them. Somebody else makes.
0: Them. Yeah, I tell you, it was pretty good. I had a couple pork cutlets. They were all right. Yep, that mm. was good supper. So that was me.
1: You're pretty spoiled over there, Todd. I tell you right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a trade-off. We won't get into that. <laughs> <That's pretty good.
1: laughs>
0: Maybe Nick can can bring some light on with his father, but uh, in similar respects, you'll get the idea. But yeah, so tonight we've got uh, we've got Nick on. We're we're pretty pumped. Nick Nick from uh, Pond Predator Fishing, and he's been slamming the ducks. And duck season just ended, and it's just been I've been jealous nonstop. So I'm pumped to hear what his secret sauce is this year because it, it was extra special this year so i'm kind of pumped to hear what uh what he's changed up what he's done and how well he has done and i i kind of yeah. know because we're buddies and i've been seeing it on facebook and we share the odd message and i don't like to talk to him much because i get jealous and then i'm gonna rage out on him so i keep yeah. it to a minimum but but yeah so we got nick coming on so i'm pretty pumped
1: yeah i haven't talked to him since uh, the musky trip i'm anxious to hear what he's been
0: up to yeah right on well let's bring him on let's bring him on okay so we've got the one and only, back by popular demand, Mister Nick, and I'm going to screw up your name as I always do. Aubermock, how'd I do?
1: You got this. Pretty good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I got this.
1: You got this. We've you, had, we had him on enough times now that you could, should be able to figure out what his name is. Yeah, I like to. S- <laughs> I like
0: to just keep him on the ropes. Keep screwing him up. Yeah. So before we get going, Nick, you are a chef, and I need to brag because I am sitting here and just finished <sighs> making turkey. Involtini.
1: I have a hard ooh. time. I, no, no. Please don't. No, give no, him no, no, no. Wait. The, you cut
0: off. Don't cut off our guests. Go ahead Nick uh, Let me let me let me bring it in again. Turkey. In what is it? Invol- Involtini?
1: <laughs> you got that in syllables spelled out to you on the, on the recipe in, card there. Invol-tini. Unbelievable.
0: Involting. That's a full syllable. It, it, food. You kidding?
1: I'm not sure if you've listened to a couple of previous podcasts, but this guy here is taking credit for something out of a box and calling it, <laughs> calling it his not, own creation. It is my, no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. no It is that good, fresh or whatever the heck, whatever the flip you call it, that you, you order, you get fresh, but you still got to cook it and prepare it. There's still talent and skill there. It's just, I have to overcome my manliness and actually read the directions, also known as a recipe that comes with it, too. But regardless, you
1: just heard of rosemary for the first time through (laughs) podcasting, which looks like a pine (laughs) branch,
0: but it tastes freaking awesome. I'll tell you what. Do you ever cook with rosemary? Oh oh my
3: God. Yeah, I cook with rosemary all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, do you chop it or do you mince it?
3: Uh, it depends on what you're doing with it.
0: <laughs> good answer. See, I was a test. And, uh, I was now a test. he's lost. You passed. Now, now Todd is out of question. <laughs> okay, about, <laughs> enough about that. Let's go to something I know something about. So, <laughs> this this year I we we we're, we're good buddies. And so we are on the social media platforms and I almost had to block you because you're like killing ducks every freaking day. Am I am I wrong in saying that?
3: It was the best year I ever had in my life from Mallards.
0: For, and mallards, because you're you're like on the lake. So typically diver ducks too, right? But this year, like... Yeah, I, I, don't, I, just, I didn't even
3: bother hunting diver ducks this year because I was doing so well with puddle ducks. So I'd, I think I only went out for diver ducks two days and both days were kind of crappy.
0: And you had to go out in big water, which is scary as crap.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right though. Uh, you're going out in freaking November. Like it's absolutely stupid on a great lake. Nope. Checking out. So
1: what are you hunting mallards for? Uh, that big boat that we went out fishing in is no way you're hunting mountains out of that. Well, what I saw, no, I got my,
0: was constructed my aluminum boat. Ah, I had a good
1: row boat, eighteen foot good row boat that I have. We use that.
0: You're not hunting out of that though, are you?
3: No, I built a blind. I'm. I, I was hunting my blind. As uh, yeah. But we just use that boat. I have a boathouse and a like a spot to park the boat and everything. It's, it's we built a beautiful blind last year.
0: So you build so. this thing on the lake. Do you have any problem with guys punking it? You get out there somebody's No, actually it. it's not on the lake
3: It's on uh, private property Ah, and, uh, good
0: call, good call
3: Yeah So I don't have to worry about nobody going in it
0: So you're pretty confident going out there You're not going to run into somebody early morning in the dark As you're driving out Somebody's sitting in it
3: And Actually, no, I didn't have any problems this year The guy, the few guys that do hunt that area They all know, all know it's my blind And they just stayed out of it, no problem So I didn't have any, any issues Right on I got a guy that hunts near me. He hunts about 130, 140 yards to the side of me. Um, But last year, so he, you know, he, he's kind of a little bit of a sky buster, but um, last year, you know, we were kind of splitting the ducks up, divvying him up. Some would go to him. Some would go to us. I don't, I, like that's my biggest pet peeve is when people sky bust them, but this year he wasn't as bad, but we, We shot a lot of ducks this year compared to him, and um, I think it's passed all to do with motion. What do you mean,
0: motion decoys? Oh, break it down for me. Okay, so let's set the scene. Uh, where a so your blind is. I'm gonna guess because you're hunting mallards. You're you're up close to shore.
3: Yeah, I'm like I'm like uh in a like a tributaries off of the lake.
0: Right on. So it's pretty so, yeah. shallow. water. Yeah.
3: I'm right. It's right against the back of the shore. Yeah. It's yeah. on the shore. So,
0: so, and then your decoy spread, what's it look What's it consist of? Is it similar? Like when we went out?
3: No, I, well, except for all the uh, extra add-ons I did this year. Cause I, I said to myself last year, you know, I, after I finished my season last year, I was thinking about what I can do the following year to make my hunt better. And I was studying a lot about mallards and pressured, mostly pressured mallards. And, you know, in the States, they all swear by jerk rigs, every single one of them, you know, like you don't hunt in the States without a jerk. So you're talking rig, to put like, them on a
0: line and then you just start pulling the line to make movement in your Yeah, d- you in pull,
3: you pull, yeah, you pull them on a line. There's a bungee cord to an anchor. You stretch the bungee cord, you let the line go and it pulls the decoys back.
0: I'm feeling like that's a lot of work. When you're seeing the birds coming in, you got to start jerking the line. You're trying to call, you're trying to keep your dog ready to rock. You're trying to make sure. And remember if it's me, did I put three shells in? All while this is going on, that's a lot of work.
3: Well, I mean, duck hunting in general is a lot of work, right? Getting up at four o'clock in the morning, putting all the decoys out, doing all that <laughs> stuff. So it depends on you a, go running with a jerk, <laughs> r- running a jerk rig, running a jerk rig, knowing that you're going to shoot extra ducks. <laughs> if it's going to make your day that much better, it's yeah, it's not really that up, much extra man. work. No, that's
1: so. That's no, what it, you've been doing. What are you? What are you doing? You're you streaming. You got half a dozen of them together on the same, same line or how did, how does that? Yeah, that I fun? got,
3: I got five. I was using five on one jerk rig, but, um, I house, I also had, I also bought some extra decoys. I bought, um, I run about four dozen floaters and I bought two Higdon battleship swimmers. They got little, I don't know if you guys seen this, these things, but they're pretty fantastic. They have like bilge pumps underneath them. Yeah. I see. And those. they have like a line. And they suck in the water and they propel themselves through the water. It's kind of cool. Oh, really? That's neat. Yeah. I never, that so I set my decoys and I make two big open ponds, and I put one Higden battleship in each pond, and I also got a few of the Higden pulsator flippers. They're like feeders, and they're kick. They they flip over and they kick the water up in the air, so it looks like a bunch of ducks are feeding. You know what I mean? So I put those throughout my spread, and I have two. Higdon uh um splashers, the ones that are on a little puck, they they suck up water and sp- splash it on the wings and the wings flap And I put uh five lucky duck mode five Lucky Ducks on um on poles, and I had another Lucky Duck splasher. I'm not a big fan of that decoy, but I had that out there too. My what do you what are you in for depth of water? God. Uh, my deepest spot's about 14 feet okay so you're not able to
1: wade out and put your decoys out you're, you're running a boat to no. drop them and you know you, yeah, you see yeah, the flooded yeah, flood timber and the guys are in chest waders out they're able to set their decoys and go back to their blinds and stuff you're actually <laughs> taking the boat backing it up taking the boat and that's a, that's
3: a lot more work than walking through a cornfield i tell you that right now yeah yeah we have to use the boat it, it's way too deep even even right where the blind is uh we we've seen muskies swimming through our decoys there. Oh yeah, it's a combo hunt right there. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. you grab, <laughs> grab your rod and, and uh, the, the the ducks aren't going at least you can catch a muskie or something.
3: But it sounds like you didn't I, really I was, have much time. No, I didn't have I didn't I didn't even try it. You know I've always wanted to try fishing and uh, hunting at the same time there, but uh, I told myself I was going to try this year. but I never tried. I was we were just having way too much fun with those ducks. Like uh, this is this is no joke. So that guy like I said, he's about 130 yards up the Creek of me, we were, we were calling down flocks of mallards with a hundred to 150 birds from the clouds seen our spread and were dropping and circling us and circling us and circling us. I I've never experienced that in my life for mallards. I, you guys hunt field. I know that happens in the field, but hunting, hunting the water, I've never had 150 mallards buzzing all around me at the same time. So I got to, I I've had diver ducks do it, but never mallards. So that was awesome you know, seeing that I didn't even know which one. I didn't think I even shot one. I think I shot out one I missed and I didn't know where to shoot by the time I shot. <laughs> it, it was crazy. <laughs> i never seen that before. Duck
0: fever. there're just, there's yeah. so many that, yeah. And then by the time you get your head wrapped around it, they're flying away.
3: Yeah, exactly. But that was pretty cool. And you know, we had a lot of late season, good hunts and I I, I swear it's because of the motion in the water. Like I, because we, like I said, that guy hunts right next to us and they were not, they were not diving into them. Most of the birds he shot were birds that would circle around and come into us and circle over them. You know what I mean? And Did you run uh, you run all season or just in the late season. I ran it all season. Yeah. The, from the start to the end. That's cause
0: that's such an investment. You better have them suckers in there like every day. Yeah. That's a well, lot. That's a lot, a a lot I, I of money. I bet you I spent $1,200 I think I spent on those decoys. And, and to add to your four dozen that you already had. Yeah. Yeah. So you're twelve hundred bucks in for all the motion on top of it, the four dozen floaters that you already had.
3: Yeah. Well, and nice. I already had all the lucky duck, all the lucky duck. Uh, oh yeah, you had the spinning wings. Yeah, I, yeah,
0: I already yep. had all those. Like, yep. But. Holy jumping! And so, okay, tell me. So how do you do this this jerk rig deal? So you're the how close are they? I've never done it. Right. So are they coming in? You're just trying to. Is it like flagging a goose in a field where? They're are 200 yards out and you're trying to get their attention. They get to about a hundred plot within a hundred and you put the flag down, put it away. Or do you just keep doing it, it as they're coming to keep the confidence kicking? You, you do it as they're coming. Like I'd say when you're, when you're doing your plead call, when you're doing a pleading call, I don't do it as they're locked
3: up coming right in. I do it as a plead. So when I I'll, they're they're flying by, they're looking at me. I get their attention. I'll make a plead call. And that's when I pull my jerk. rig, And I, that'll, that they'll be flying that way and that'll turn them in. You'll see them. They'll bank in. Like it works pleat call. Plead, like um I don't know, you have your hail call when you're far away, and then a plead is basically a shortened up a shortened up hail. You know what I mean? Um instead of going quack, 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 quack. That's a hail call. A pleat call, like quack, 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 quack. And then as they get closer, as they get closer, you make it softer and softer and softer. So you know like "Quack, quack, 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 quack. Quack, quack, quack. And then and then I just go right into my single quacks and feeder her as they're locked up.
0: Don't stop, Nick. How does that go? <laughs> <laughs> and
1: my, then obviously my, wings, our,
0: my
3: arms are set. man I'm, I'm, just, coming I'm just in. curious. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the most important thing is with the comeback call, especially if you're hunting pressured area, like when you got someone next to you. You know, like if they if they don't come right in and they turn Cause there's, there's ducks all over the place. So if they turn, they see another flock of ducks or whatever, that, that comeback call, that making that real excited, fast right. call, like that, that turns them back almost, i say eight times out of 10. And
0: then you get crazy feverish on the, on the jerk line.
3: Like I said, yeah. Once, once I see them coming towards me and they're are or they're circling up above me, they're circling around me. I don't go crazy on that. You know, just a little movement. Plus I got my other decoys that are moving all, all together too. Right. So I don't go nuts I don't like I don't splash The water I just give a little movement It looks like there's five ducks kind of swimming in a row And it just draws them in It's okay They're so just pretty, so used to seeing the they, They're look- just so used to seeing so much of the same stuff That I, they you know like They I, I remember I was Watching um, Some American guys on YouTube one time And they were talking about their you know they said it best They said you know down here in the south You know by the time the ducks get shot up from the Canada by the time they get all the way to us. You know, they've, they've seen every decoy they've been shot at. They've heard every call, you know, and it's so look, look at the, look at end season compared to the beginning of the season for us or, or those, even the like the, the newer ducks, the young ducks by time, you know, by time the time the, the, Northern ducks come down, those, those young ducks are pretty smart. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's, that's because they're flying a gauntlet getting shot at and called at and seeing decoys every single day, morning and night. And they they get smart pretty quick when people are sky busting them and stuff like they smarten up real quick. So you got to give them something different. You got to you got to do that little extra work and give them something different. So so they 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 tone into it. Like I, I looked at uh I put a drone up in the air and I looked at my spread from the sky about 500 feet up and you should see it, man. It, it looks like a flock of real ducks moving around, swimming around, splashing, eating, feeding.
0: Dude, you got to send it to I want to see that.
3: I will. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. you. I got. I put them in my backyard when I first got them. I'll send you the video. That's unique Yeah,
0: that's weird. so. Can, what is
3: it's five hundred feet in the sky, and they're just you can see them Splashing around, moving around. It looks like real ducks. So what's the as opposed to a look decoy in like? the calm water, just sitting there? Like, are you look putting that?
0: them out in like little families? Are you putting them in like a like a V? Like I'm assuming you're putting them in little families, and you're putting that what what did you call the one that made the 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 waves in the middle? Oh the right? Yeah, those two those two battleships. They're called
1: battleships. Yeah,
3: battleships. I put them in my pockets. So early season, early season, I keep my spread wide. Like I don't put the decoys close together. I keep everything spread out and I make a bigger spread. And then as the as it gets cooler, the water gets cooler, and the, the the air gets cooler, the the ducks kind of huddle together a little bit more. So late season, I'm keeping like really tight ducks. Like you don't want them touching. You can't have them touch. But my decoys are as close as they can get without touching
0: no doubt and then eh? i
3: have just a couple i have just a couple little pockets for them to come in you know what i mean in the early season i have big pockets and it's a lot easier to pull them down but late season i i, I tighten up my pockets and i'm not i'm i'm basically just getting them close enough so i, I don't let them land i shoot them over the decoys but but they don't really have a, a good place to land late season for me like i'm just bringing them down to look for the most part you know what I mean, and I'm getting them as they're going over top.
1: But
3: they're, they're spooky, man. They're spooky. Like yeah. We were, like I said, we were shooting ducks after New Year's this year. Still, like, you know, those ducks, like I said, they've been, they've seen everything by like, like January, like, like Christmas by like December, they've seen everything. So you're not taking the
0: <laughs> chance of having a having a pocket and thinking they're gonna drop in. You're just trying to okay, let's coke some dick within range I have pockets. I,
3: I have pockets, but my pockets, like. They're definitely not big enough for 20, 30 ducks to try and land into. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? They're my, my pockets are for like three ducks. So I, I, like I said, I've been for one. I've never, I've never had big flocks of mallards, like puddle ducks coming in. Like I did this year. Like it was insane. Like we had a flock of pintails, about 40, 50 oh, pintails. meat. It was awesome. Again, I didn't pull the trigger. I was trying to grab my phone. What? I was trying to grab my phone to get a video of it. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, let I my don't dad even know email. who
0: you are. Did your dad get one? Huh. He took the shot, but he didn't, he missed. Yeah, he missed. <laughs> we'll let we'll it that out. Mr. Obermark. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I'd even shoot. When I had those 150 mallards, I wish I would have just pulled my phone out and videotaped it. Cause they were circling me for like four minutes. And That'd it was awesome. it was just amazing, the sound I bet you know the whistling wing would have been oh phenomenal. Bill, they were going right over the blind. I had some of them hovering like little helicopters right above my blind. Oh, it was insane. And then and then there was more up high coming down, and then there was like they were everywhere, man. Everywhere you looked, up high, down low, they were just flying all around us. So I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, that like, gets the blood pumping. I tell you what, just, uh,
1: it's both. It's up a up double-edged up sword
0: because that gets the blood pumping, but you don't know when to pull the trigger because you got layers of them. And so that first, if you take shots at the first and there's like, there's 12 there, but there's 40 coming down and there's 60 behind them. Well, when, when do you, when do you pull the trigger? And then before you know it, they are all gone and you're standing there with your hand. I'll
3: tell you when you pull the trigger. You know what? If you're going to pull the trigger, I don't give. I, I've learned my, lessons. Yeah, I learned my lesson. I learn my lesson every this year. Is I make going. the same mistake every yeah. year. You always get greedy. You always get greedy. And you, have, you have one coming in and you have a good shot. you are like, Oh no, there's eight more behind them. And you let the <laughs> one go by or, or whatever. And then all of a sudden, guess what? You don't shoot any ducks. You sound you like, like dad,
0: I mean? <laughs> dad, that's dad. I ain't letting them pass anymore. Good grief. Like he uh, will have one <laughs> duck, and he won't even, he says, he says he doesn't see the 10 geese coming. So it'd be, Two geese coming across and 10, 15 behind him. And so we're all going, okay, guys, there's let the two land. We'll bring the 15 in. Let the two land. The two just come close enough. He's up. bam, bam. What the <laughs> flip is going on? What? What? I got them. They're both dead. What about the 15? You just scared away. Oh, I didn't see them. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, he's yeah. not even, he's not even grabbing his mic. He's just sitting there grinning enough yeah. said folks, enough <laughs> said, you know what? I think, I
3: think the most important thing with ducks though is your calling. And if you can't call a mallard, don't call. Like, you, you know what I mean? If you're not very good on a mallard call, put the mallard call back in your bag and practice when you're at home or you when think you're it's driving. That important,
2: eh?
3: It's yeah. hundred uh, percent. We we with a guy. And he liked to do this certain call and and, you know, I hate to bash on him, but it was getting to the point that we told him that he, you can't bring your call anymore.
0: (laughs) No, okay. Stop. (laughs) Full stop. Right there. Right there. I want to know how that went. (laughs) Can can I add, how did you muster up to have a conversation to say, put the call away, not saying that I hunt with anybody that I need to say this to, but how did you approach that conversation? (laughs) Because <laughs> we lost like sixty, du- we had like a flock of twenty coming in, and he he
3: flared them, and then we had another flock of like ten or fifteen come in, and he flared them, and then that day I think we only shot three ducks that entire day we were with them, and the guy helped us. The guy the guy hunted a lot with us, right? Or especially early season, like he helped us with the blind and stuff this year. So we took him on. and He's an older guy too, eh? so I, I like taking him, but my God, he just kept scaring ducks. Every time we go, we would would take them. We, we'd shoot one, one, two ducks between all three of us. The next day I go with just me and my dad and we get, we get our limit. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was plain as day. You could see it.
0: See, I've had that, but I usually do it out of frustration. So I'm, I'm unfiltered. I just yell it. (laughs) It just comes out. I don't think I could have a conversation saying that kudos but yeah i just pulled him
3: straight up and he, he kind of <laughs> got upset he threw the duck call in the water and at first and i was like they you, don't know, so I, those said, up, you know? I just i just built this <laughs> confidence I said, you know you're i said you're way better on the feeder call than me i'm like i'm like what you need to do is you need to hit you need to keep on that feeder call man like you keep on that feeder calls because you're the best feeder caller i've ever heard of you know and yeah. let me take care i'll take care of the hail and the pleat my dad will do single quacks you know we'll cut we'll get them in and you Know he would do it and then it would be great for the rest of the day. And then the next day, he'd come out with us and he'd do his week. <laughs> what, what, what did my dad? My dad had a nickname for the call. i oh, he called it the uh, the woodchuck. We were calling <laughs> we call it the woodchuck. <laughs> it didn't sound horrible, but the ducks picked up on it and and he would just do like uh, like seven. He'd like he, it, it'd kind of be like a Quack, 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 like seven in a row. (laughs) And and I'm telling you, you don't think it would scare the ducks because it's not like he was like making this crazy, loud, piercing sound or anything. But I watched them birds flare like every time he would do it. Flare, flare, flare. So if you can't call, leave the calls in the bag and let the decoys do the talking. Yes. You're way better off. You will shoot way more ducks. If you don't, if you just leave that call in the bag and don't, and don't bother calling, just, <laughs> just leave it alone.
0: After this, I tell you what, we are going to have so many ringtones for folks to download off of our website. So head on over <laughs> to the redneckcountry.com cuz get your own Nick hopper duck calling tone coming at you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, you uh, did you change your ammunition up this year at all? Did you change your your gun or was uh, the was that all the same as last year?
3: I no, it's pretty much the same. I was I was shooting um I was shooting 3-inch uh score number 4s. Yeah, Um, I've me and me and Todd have had this discussion many, many times. I we, we killed a lot of ducks, but we, you have to hit them in the head, you know, but I'm shooting. Most of my ducks are 20 to 35 yards. I shot you
1: know? fours for years when I was duck hunting on Lake, whether it was, whether it was uh
3: bluebills or mallards, I had fours in the gun. Maybe I'd go to a two. Maybe. I think, I think I'm yeah. going to go to two next year just to try, you know, cause you see the odd duck. You see the odd duck flying away and like you know you're hitting it and the the damn yeah. thing just keeps flying away. You're just like, come on, like what is happening here? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Pull feathers, there's and feathers
0: floating all around you and the yeah, thing. Feathers coming out of it. It's just flying away. it just doesn't even flies away. You're like, What what just happened there?
3: Yeah, like what happened, Nick? It just keeps <laughs> going. You Bring know, my steel like, come on. back, please. I can reload that. Yeah, I, the dog. The dog just stopped staring at it in space as it flies away. Then the dog looking at you like, You're an idiot. "Why didn't you shoot it?" <laughs> yeah.
0: Made that because guy. You made that guy throw his call in the water. Now you can't even hit him when they come yeah. in ten years <laughs>
3: <laughs> But I, I generally shoot a modified. I shoot a modified choke, and I've been shooting a Beretta A400 for four years now. I love that gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. And your dog, you, that that's a big help too. Oh yeah, yeah. She 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 loves it, and she's she's a little older. She's she just turned nine. Um, I don't I don't hunt her once though. you know, and a lot of a lot of duck hunters will argue this, but they'll say you can hunt your dog in cold water, or whatever, whatever. To each their own. For me, my dog, I don't want her go in the water once it's under forty degrees. Yeah. That water hits forty degrees, my dog's out. She stays and she comes with me, but just she saying,
1: stays in the blind in the she boat. Still
0: comes with you, right? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, how hard is it to keep her there when those ducks are falling? I bet she's she very be disciplined.
0: Shaking. She wouldn't. She, she, no, actually, you know what?
3: I thought I this is the first year I wouldn't let her because she's getting older. I thought I thought it was going to be a big deal. I thought she'd be shaking, going crazy to go. You know, she just wants to be there with you. You know, like she's happy. Like when we shoot one, she's she's in the boat now. And, like at the end of the season, she knew she wasn't going in the water. She's in the boat. Like let's go get them. You know, and she gets up on the seat and she's just looking at it as you come up to it and you grab it and you let her sniff it for a few minutes and she's good. You know, awesome. she was happy. Just, uh, she's a, she's a smart dog though. Like she's, she knows what's going on. She's not stupid. Yeah. That's awesome. So what was the, what was the best, uh, best. Uh, did you get any banded birds this year? I got a double band with a reward on it. What? That was the first, yeah. Um, banded in Pennsylvania of all places, but, my biggest thing this year, was, I shot this giant mallard. He was close to seven, eight pounds. And I've never ever killed a mallard that big in my life. I'm, so getting, a him I'm getting him mounted. I'm going to get back in like uh, April and May. I'll send you guys a picture. But so I would started asking around about, about this mallard. I'm like, I'm like, is it a tame duck? Like what the heck's going on? And I, I found <laughs> out that it definitely wasn't a tame duck. <laughs> And, Was it from um, your porch
0: in- on your neighbor's farm? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I started. I started looking into like the uh, genetics of mallards and Ducks Unlimited has a really good podcast on the genetics of mallards. If anyone wants to listen, no it's, it's fantastic. It's hours long. But so what I learned is that east of the Mississippi, we never had mallards before. Mallards were introduced. In Ontario, in East, in New York, and the, the mallards that they introduced were these farm-raised, smaller mallards. And so, from my understanding, is the ducks the ducks that we shoot early season? You know how they're always smaller. We call them wait till the northerns come down. and The northern ones are bigger. Yeah. Well, the mallards that we shoot are eastern mallards early season. The mallards that we're shooting, the northerns that we so call are mid-continental mallards. There's three different genetics of mallards. Mid-continental, they're the ones coming from the northwest and stuff and up, up in the prairies, and they work their way down to us. Okay? The western mallard is the original mallard. It's the most pure genetic mallard, I guess. Like, it's the original mallard, what they always used to have. Like The OG. And they're only, they, they, they live in, like, California, and they go up to Alaska. That's their flyway. It's not that many. And people think that this was a Western mallard that I shot. He somehow made his way over this way. That's
1: crazy. So if you were to shoot the, the pure mallards that are going to California
3: yeah. north, they would be the size of the, the bird that you shot. The ones that we shoot, the, no, this is bigger than the ones that, like those mid-con, those northerns, like a, a northern mallard, like those those ones that we shoot up in the West, uh, the, like the West that come down to us, like, sorry so so divided by the mississippi western mallards are only west of the mississippi okay east of the mississippi is mid-continental and eastern mallard genetics okay and like those those northern ones like you know you don't really see them like a four pound mallard is a big mallard you know what i mean that's a nice mallard like four or five pound mallard this thing was huge I'll just send you guys a picture, and we're done. Should've it was sta- massive.
0: Should have stayed out there. There's there's more anti-gunners out on that coast on the west coast. He probably should have stayed on that flyway. Probably yeah. would have. That's yeah. why they're so big. <laughs> they they live forever. There's hardly any hunters out there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How many curls? How many curls did he
3: have? You know, he he didn't have that many good curls. Like he wasn't a. He, he probably only had like two and a half. Um. Wasn't he? Is that kind of ugly curl too? He wasn't like a. Wasn't the most prettiest prettiest duck I ever seen, but. He was huge. Yeah, mallard,
1: um, mallard, I got mounted. The biggest one I got, he has got three curls. Yeah, three thought,
3: curls, nice duck.
1: Yeah, you know, what I mean, it was it was a great day. It was a good story on that that mallard for for another time. But uh, yeah, it, we always said oh, it's two curls. But when I when I finally shot a, a three curl, like that, that's going on the wall for sure. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, for sure. But, I mean, the, a, a, a three curl duck is usually a pretty nice size duck. Yeah. No doubt. That's no good. Doubt. Sounds like you had a good year.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, we had a fantastic year, but um, no. I don't know, I'm going to tweak a few things next year. I'm going to build a next year. I'm going to build a blind that I can tow behind my boat. You know, I, you, you can you guys build blinds on their boats, but I want to build one that I can tow, and we're going to anchor it, get to where we want to take it, we're going to anchor it, and then you can drive the boat in and out of it, so it's super easy for setting and decoys. And also, I'm going to make it so when you're in there. Like If it's if there's any waves hitting it Instead of the waves rocking your boat they're, The waves gonna, are going to break on the side of the blind Before they hit my boat so The boat won't rock as much You know what I'm saying So when you're shooting on the lake The yeah. boat isn't going to rock as much up and down But that's my it's project gonna, next year. That's a good project Are you going to have time for that Or are you
1: going to be out working And yeah, I'll make time for it <laughs>
0: He's single Bill He's got all the time in the world Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Makes me jealous. (laughs) Duck hunting every day. My gosh. Okay, what was your best hunt? How many how many how many did you smoke? What was your the, the most in one day?
3: We got a six man limit.
0: Oh my gosh.
3: That's awesome. That was our best hunt. There was
0: there was yeah, there's yeah, there forty two of them. They lined all their boats up, but they got us six yeah. men <laughs> and, and all the guys on all the lakes met up afterwards all in one spot for a group photo. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> no, actually we were hunting the Detroit River that day. To be honest with you, we weren't even hunting where I hunt. We hunted the Detroit River and we no, had our no. two uh or three three layout boats and we all just took took turns layout hunting. You got a six out. man just-
0: limit swapping out of the layout boats. Cause that, my gosh, that's a lot of ducks because you shoot them. Okay. You shot yours. Then you got to drive up in the boat, do the swap, drive back. Then the next guy shoots them. Then you got to drive up, do the swap, drive back. So that's some time, man. You guys must've been out there well, for a while and there had to be a lot of ducks.
3: There was a lot of ducks, but we, we weren't swapping every single duck. Like they were coming in pretty heavy. So we just kind of like kept shooting kind of thing. You know what I mean? And then we pick up all the birds, swap them all out. I think my first time in the, in the layup boat, I think I shot three or four my, my first thing in the morning. <laughs> I got a triple and then I got a single and then we swapped out and then the other guys were shooting pretty good too. So actually, you know what, we were, I think we were home by home by noon, like in my house, sitting down watch TV by noon.
0: Man, it was a pretty good day. That's all right. I tell you, you what,
3: have, Go ahead,
0: no, sorry, I, well, I was just going to say We should have done this podcast back when duck season was still on Because now I'm all, all yeah. fired up I want to go surprise Nick Show up on his doorstep
1: <laughs> Yeah, let's go hunting but, uh, Recipes So you're, uh, being the chef You got some good duck recipes
3: That you're able to, uh, to put into motion With all those birds hitting the water You know what I'm making I, I made a lot of uh, kibasa with my ducks this year made, I, I mixed it with pork And um Actually, I, I just got my new smoker, so we're going to smoke them this week. But uh, I'm going to make probably about forty pounds of kibasa.
0: Kibasa, I know the kibasa. I'm a, I'm a chef. The other
3: ducks, too, the right? other ducks, we, uh, <laughs> we, we 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 roasted quite a few. We ate, we were eating a lot of duck. But
0: you I, getting- one thing
3: I did not learn, one thing I learned this year, <clears throat> I used to always pluck my ducks and dip them in wax. <clears throat> Excuse me. I used to always dip them in wax, and then I was talking to this old guy and he's like oh when i was a kid i used to my grandfather owned an outfitter and i used to have to pluck all the ducks every weekend for the for the american guys he used to come down and he goes i'll show you how to pluck a duck and so i gave him six ducks and he goes come on over i'll pluck them i'll show you how i pluck them i'm like okay so i give this guy these ducks we go i go over to his house and i i i i mean i've always put dish soap in hot water i've done that i mean that works this guy used laundry soap okay and he, he dunked those birds in, the, um, like, just under boiling water and in that laundry soap. And I'm telling you right now, like, you could wipe the feathers off this duck. You could wipe it. It, it was it was amazing.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> meth duck. <laughs> Throw it in there with your tie pod. You're having meth duck. No doubt. And they, they taste so, they taste so clean.
3: Yeah, yeah. They tasted like uh, you know, like those Tide Pods. No, no, right. no, they you know That's you didn't taste any soap or nothing. <laughs> like, like most of know- the feathers. And,
0: and now we gotta put a disclaimer <laughs> on the freaking podcast. Kids, don't yeah. go eating Tide Pod duck. <laughs> we don't
3: condone You had to rinse them off. Obviously you had to rinse them off and stuff, but it didn't matter. It was worth the time to rinse them No doubt, so, so much you worth just- it.
0: Yeah, so how fast? How fast could you you just wipe the feathers off? Like we're talking 10 seconds, dunk them and wipe them?
3: No, I mean, in in all in all reality, from the time I dunked the bird to by the time I had it fully plucked was about four minutes, that's three good. and a half, four
1: that's minutes.
0: That's still pretty good.
3: Man. And it's easy. And it's easier
1: than trying to pull all the feathers out if you can just get them off with, with a wipe. But I, I remember we were living on the farm, that's what my grandfather did, not with dish soap, but he did the hot water trick, right? With chickens. Um. When it was slaughter time With Thanksgiving or Christmas you would dunk them in hot water Yeah sure That made it easy To take the uh, the feathers off But Never
3: heard of the dish soap Well the dish never soap The difference between a chicken And a duck Is that the, the ducks have the oil In their feathers That keep them waterproof Right The chickens don't have that So that's why you gotta Add the dish soap It breaks the grease In their feathers So that's makes what makes sense. The feathers That makes what makes them pull out nicer Yeah that makes sense
0: and The science behind yeah.
1: it Yeah The science yeah, I mean yeah. We learn a lot when Nick's on this podcast.
3: <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I was I shocked. I didn't, you. I didn't think it, I thought the laundry soap was going to be a bust. I'm like, Oh man, that's a little, a little intense, a little aggressive. You know, I thought they're going to be like soapy and, you know, not going to turn out, but they, they turned out just fine.
0: <laughs> tell you what you, you think you're a hunter and then you talk to Nick and you learn that. No, 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 Nick, Nick is a hunter. Like I, and why I say that is like, yeah, I, I study a little bit. I understand decoy spreads for geese and I I'll drive by a field and I'll watch how they react and you walk out to scare them and they, they bunch up. Okay. Don't make my decoys look like that. That's the danger side of things. But man, you talk to Nick, he's like, yep. Oh yeah. I'm on there. I'm listening to three hour podcasts. I understand the flyways. I know their genetics. I know where they come. You've got to eat and sleep and breathe mallard ducks before season even starts so that when you get out there, you are one with the duck. That is well, not cut. just
3: blows my mind. I have I, the, the difference. Between, like, you know, some people are very stubborn with their ways, how they do things. For me, I think there's something, I don't think it's any different than fishing. And I think there's something to learn every single time you go out there. And when you're at the end of your day, you, you should be like, well, why do these birds flare? Why did this one turn? Or you should be thinking that stuff all day long. Right. And then at the end of the day, think about your whole hunt, the wind that you had, how you had your decoys, what's working, what's not working. And then it gets to the point where you set your decoys. The first birds that come in, they don't do exactly what you want them to do. I'm out there changing my decoys, moving things.
0: Ah, you see, know what I mean? They, me and you could get along right with lines. Hear that, Bill? He understands. Yeah, I you hear know
1: that. You, you guys are very particular on that. And, and I, I get it. <laughs> you know, but Todd, I think you just take it to a level that Nick... Doesn't understand. Uh, okay. He'd move a decoy six inches.
0: I, I don't know. He, I think Nick's right yeah. there with me. You get Nick in a field hunting geese. He might be out of the blind more than me moving decoys.
3: The birds will tell you what they want. That's all you yeah. got. You set your decoys. If the birds come in and they try and overland your decoys, or if they, they come in and they land at a different spot or they go you, too far, gotta or they don't land at all, you got her. the birds will tell you what they want every time.
1: Yeah, I agree with that too. You, you gotta, you gotta adapt. Yep. And if something's not working, change it up. Yeah. You don't run the same fish and lure the whole time you're out there. You change them up too. So, you
3: know, one thing I'll give you a little secret. <laughs> one thing I learned this year is so I have that that little uh, Higdon puck one, the one that sits in the water on a puck and flaps its wings. Yep. You know what I mean? I know it. Yep. Okay. So I always had that that decoy. I I feel like the ducks always marked off of that decoy as they're coming in. I always had it. So it it would have been at the start of the spread, if the ducks had got to go over that decoy to land on the corner, on the outside corner of my spread, the birds would see that decoy. They'd come in and line themselves up off that decoy every single time, every single time. And I think that was the most important thing, most important decoy that I had out out there for them to to getting them to come right down close.
0: No, no.
3: No. No, That was new to your spread this year. Oh, I, I've had I've had those kind of decoys before But I've never I, I just picked up on it this year That I was noticing that When I had that decoy off on that corner That I was having better success With the birds coming in yeah. and, You know, like I said when, At the end of the day you got to think about what went right What went wrong And that's something that was going great all the time So now that's something that's going to be A vital part of my success in the
0: future For the, sure The confidence builder Yeah Right on Right on well, we appreciate it, Nick. Really appreciate you taking the time yes. coming on.
3: No problem. Thanks for having me again, guys. Well, as usual, yeah, we gotta it.
0: we're gonna have gotta have you back a bunch more times. And we got <laughs> we got turkey season coming up, fishing season's coming up.
3: Oh yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully, uh, we're they're talking about some polar vortex eventually coming down. I don't know when that's going to. come Oh yeah, down, you
0: but... want to get on the ice? That's oh great.
3: man, you have no idea. You have no idea how bad I want to get on the ice. Yeah, not yet, not yet. It just
1: first cold day was today. Today we were yeah. minus seven this morning. I, you know, I'm up at Barry, just uh, close to Lake Simcoe. But um, there's no way. <laughs> I <laughs> You're will tell on you. For, for I will
0: tell you. We have a buddy, and Dad's buddy, my buddy, and and Bill. You know him. He's 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 he, you you can consider him a buddy. I don't know if you want Good. to, but we have a buddy. His name is the Growler, and he's yes. he's been ice fishing for the last week and a half up north. Now he's up north, but. And he's slaying them. I mean, he's putting pictures, and and I'm impressed because he's dad's age. There's pictures every day showing up with him with walleye, and he is 16 feet. Yesterday was 15 feet. He is 16 feet from open water, like in the pictures. Are you kidding me? I'm not not joking. Not a chance. There's there's his chair. There's the hole, and there's open water. And every day he posts on there, (laughs) getting him again today. And it's just everybody's like, Crowler, what are you doing? Like there's open water and he's like bah fifteen. Yeah, there's feet. lots
3: of there's lots of oxygen in the water. That's why he's getting
0: them. And um, yeah, like blowing my mind. Is he is he drilling holes or casting
1: sixteen, seventeen feet out there?
0: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's trolling the edge with his four wheeler along yeah. the edge of the ice. Yeah, no doubt. I'm going for walleye tomorrow. I, are you? Yeah. On your boat, yeah.
1: yeah. 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 I'm sure you'll slay them too. Well, we'll try. We want, I haven't been for this
3: fall yet.
0: We want picks, Nick.
3: All right, but If I get them, I'll let you know. Yeah, for sure. Picks. Right <laughs> awesome. on.
0: Well, we appreciate your All time, right. my man. We'll let you get going back to it. And definitely have you right. on long, again. Guys. But yeah, we'll talk, buddy. Have a good one.
1: All right, guys. See you, bud. Bye. And that'll do it for this week, folks. For the Redneck Country Podcast, I'm Bill, the almost guy, Tom.
0: And I'm Todd. Thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at the redneck country.com. Again, that's podcast at the redneck country.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.